I don't believe this shit, but I kind of believe it. Oh, shit. Like, oh, fuck. This October, the courageous father and son duo. Like Vince and Jack from Movie Muggin? Uh, yeah, yeah, th those are the guys. Well, anyway, they're going to take the movie talk podcasting genre to places that until now, nobody's ever been brave enough to go. That's right. They're going to release scary movie episodes during the entire month of October in what's being known all around the world as... Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular That's right, it is the Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular Halloween Edition. The ready to rumble version. <laughs> That's what that sounded like. I think he's trademarked that though. I don't I don't think you can do that. Oh. We can handle a class action lawsuit. A cease and desist from uh what's that fucker's name? I don't, even... I don't know. He's got a brother who does it too. Like the main guy does it for like the major sporting events. And his like younger brother or something does it at the like Bellator or you know some of the lower yeah backyard bareback wrestling <laughs> bareback wrestling <laughs> yeah I think that's something else. Well, this is it. It's Halloween. This is the first time I get to pick on Halloween. Yep. This is the this is like the Super Bowl of the month. I don't think we can say Super Bowl either. This is like the ball super. Mm -hmm. Fantastic uh, ball. <laughs> yeah. It just this is the climax of the movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular. And the fact that it lands on Halloween is uh, is even cooler. So those of you out trick-or-treating right now, uh, you're welcome that we released this earlier in the day so you could actually have your earbuds in and listen to this while you're trick-or-treating. So I think it will get you more candy too. Because you're, oh. you're going to have the good attitude. It's going to put you in the right frame of mind. And uh, people are just going to sense that this nine-year-old needs more candy. I hope a nine-year-old's not listening to I, us. I hope they are. There's tell a your, lot of angry parents out there. Tell your fourth grade buddies. This is also episode number 134. Q-Wow. Wow. All right. Well, let's not dilly-dally. Let's go right on out. Why do I always say dilly-dally? Who the fuck says dilly-dally? You. Why? Every week. Why do I do that? What other What other things could you say? Let's, let's not, stop fucking around and... Let's not delay. Let's not fool around. Let's get right to it. I don't know. I could say lots of things, but dilly-dally. Well, dilly-dally is clearly... Your, your muscle memory thing. It's so. my catchphrase. It's your go-to. All right, well, let's not... Uh, Dilly-dally. Anymore. And head on over to the spooky, scary, uh, creaky, bloody... <laughs> you almost said squeaky, didn't you? Gut-filled lobby, because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right. Would you like to play a game? Yes. You remember in the first episode of the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular, I did the three real movies and the one fake movie. Mm -hmm. I've always got you on it before, but you got it right. So I said that I need to bring my A game. I don't know that I brought my A game, but I'm willing to try this again. All right. Let's see. Are you willing to try this again? Yeah. Okay. All right, so the way this works is I tell Jack about four movies. Three of them are real. One of them is fake. And I try to get him to guess which one is the fake one. And this is the horror edition. And I thought the horror edition was going to be a lot easier, but uh, Jack got it right the first time. It's a, like a mini game for you, too, because you find these movies and you're like, he'll never believe that these are real. And then you make yours up and it sounds more real than the crap you can find. Yep. All right, here we go. A New York cop makes a frantic effort to stop a deadly rampage by razor tooth prophylactics. Oh, what is that? The killer condom. That sounds terrible. A gang of ravenous minivan driving bloodsuckers is unleashed upon unsuspecting town of Maple Grove. This is called Psycho Soccer Mom Vampires from Hell. <laughs> when lifelong friends agree to help in the restoration of a distant relative's home, the appearance of a murderous rabbit wielding deadly sharp carrots turns a benevolent gesture into a blood-soaked weekend of death. This movie is called Peter Rottentail. And finally, accidentally ingesting a meteorite part causes a serpentine man-eating tongue to grow out of a woman's mouth. This movie is called Killer Tongue. 
So we have the killer condom. We have psycho soccer mom vampires from hell. We have Peter Rottentail, and we have Killer Tongue. Okay, so I feel like I have Peter Rottentail and Killer Tongue in my head as fakes. Okay. <laughs> I think the soccer mom one is real. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where it's either real and I'm right or where you crafted it very good. <laughs> I'm just happy. That one's ridiculous. I'm just happy that you didn't come out straight away like you did last time and you're like, boom, final answer. Because I was like, fuck, I love it when you mull these over. I love it when... I play games in my head. Yep. Um, Killer Condom would be very a very bold thing for you to try and make up because it is easily the most ridiculous sounding one. Condoms are probably the least threatening thing in existence. So, <laughs> Peter Rottendale. He's, he has fucking <laughs> razor sharp carrots. <laughs> And then the tongue one. I was also listening to the descriptions. Peter Rottentail was way over... It had a billion adjectives in it. Mm -hmm. And then Killer Tongue had nothing. A, a meteor infects woman, her tongue grows big. Killer Tongue. <laughs> you know? Yep. Um, I'll just go with Peter Rottentail. Is the fake one? Yeah. All right. I'm wrong. It's so hard for me to know if I'm right on these. Killer Condom came out in 1996. <laughs> See, I fucking... I knew you didn't make that one up. <laughs> Peter Rottentail <laughs> came out in 2004. All right. So then is the Killer Tongue one. There's no way the soccer one is not real. Killer Tongue came out in 1996. <laughs> so you, you did the exact reverse engineering <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> You did the, the easy way out. What do you mean the easy way out? You're not challenging yourself. Okay, I'll tell you what. So here's what I did. I did a second set, just in case you came out and boom, you got the first one right. I wanted to I wanted to have a, another chance okay. to get you. So you down for uh, yeah. part two? All right. Let's see what you got. Let's see what bullshit you have. You're on the easier end. I want to do this to you at some point. Fine, do it. Because it's fucking hard. All right. A seance gone wrong allows a murderous evil entity to possess people via Bluetooth technology. <laughs> this movie is called Pair, Connect, Kill. Backsliding Christians return to the place where seven years earlier, a crazy nun made campers pay for their sins with blood. Bloody, bloody Bible camp. <laughs> Two monster schoolgirls, one a vampire and the other Frankenstein-type monster, battle for the affections of a handsome boy. This movie is called Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein Girl. Okay. And finally, when the Lotus Cat Food Company finds itself in financial trouble, the owners decide to find a new cheap source of meat, the local graveyard. Only one problem. Soon cats develop a taste for human flesh and tabbies are tearing out throats all over town. That's called the Corpse Grinders. So, we have Pair, Connect, Kill... You don't know anything bloody, about technology, so... Bloody, bloody Bible camp, Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein Girl, and the Corpse Grinders. I can really imagine Corpse Grinders being real. Like, with, like, really shitty effects. The Franken Girl one has to be real. <laughs> and I don't remember the other two. So we have Pair, Connect, Kill, oh. and Bloody, Bloody Bible Camp. Um... You made up... Pair Connect Kill. All right. We shall see. The Corpse Grinders came out in 1971. I knew that shit was real. I saw the trailer for that. <laughs> I got, we got to watch it. cat going by and its arm was sticking out and whoosh, ripped open a throat. Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein Girl came out in 2009. Yep. Bloody Bloody Bible Camp came out in 2012. <laughs> Pair Connect Kill was mine. So talk me through it. How did you get that one? Um... And the other ones, I, I knew for a fact that the cat one was real. I'd never seen it, but I could just picture it so good in my head that I knew it had to be real. I Nuns being the bad guy isn't a very new topic. One, because Conjuring, and two, because real life. <laughs> Hitting you with rulers and shit. Yeah. Assholes. Then... Vampire Girl versus oh, Frankenstein that Girl. Was just, that was an immediate click in my head. I knew that was real. I knew it had to be. And then I just, 
I thought pair connect kill. That sounds so. They all sounded extremely dumb. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like for a lot of people that would have been a hard choice to make. But I just, it helped that I knew for a fact two of them are real, and then I had to pick between bloody bloody Bible <laughs> camp and pair connect kill. Yeah. I I don't really know how. It was just that gut feeling. Would you watch pair connect kill though? I mean, they can connect to Bluetooth devices and kill people. Well, like, just say that you put in your Bluetooth earbuds and then uh, the evil spirit or whatever just can control what you do. Put like an, oh. That's pretty good, right? <laughs> Sounds so horrible. So I, I had started writing one about cats. Then I happened upon the, the cat food one. Mm-hmm. And so mine was pretty similar. It was going to be something about uh, radioactive something or other turns cats into flesh-eating whatever, and it was I was going to call it Catterday the 14th. Oh, no. You might have had a hard time with that one. Well, I think I would have seen straight through that with that title, though. You never know, man. Once you get in your head and start second-guessing, and then you start trying to figure out the mind of Vince, that's what usually gets you in trouble. I'm glad I redeemed myself. I'm not glad you redeemed yourself. <laughs> so we'll have to do another one uh, pretty soon that's just a regular movies. All right, well, that's good stuff. That was good, yeah. Good stuff. I, uh, I'll i take one. I'll, I'll take, take one, one out of two. Well, I'm yeah. sure you will. Because now it's, what, two to three, your favor? Yeah. Yeah, so I won a best out of five. So maybe I won't yeah. do any more of these. I'll do one. I want you to do one. Because I want to get your ass. I, I, I want you to do one. I want you to feel what it's like to be in the position of, wow, all four of those <laughs> movies could be real, because that's not a good feeling. All right, one more thing before we uh, head on over to the podcast studio slash viewing room. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Eric from California. He's one of our, uh, I don't know how long he's been listening, but he's reached out to us and had us do uh, a NAS Jack. He sent in a couple more, which we will get to as soon as possible. Sent him a couple stickers. He put one on his vehicle. Sent us a <laughs> picture of him with a movie mug and sticker on the back window of his 1962 Ranchero. That's just weird to me. I just love it, man. I just think that's so cool that he's going to be rolling back and forth from Home Depot, and people are going to see that. And How do you say you like Lowe's better? I like Lowe's better just because they give me better parking. He said he runs back and forth uh, to Home Depot. Oh. This is like Home Depot wagon. Cause I the thought Ranchero's... you were just making it up. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no. Like Home Depot. Yeah, so I, I like Home Depot a little bit better now, just knowing that our sticker's <laughs> going to be in the parking lot. And uh, hopefully we'll get some more listeners out of it. That would be cool. Hopefully somebody will be there uh, picking up some uh, some mulch for their garden, and they'll uh, see that, and they'll look it up on their phone, and they'll be like, huh, I'm going to listen to that while I'm uh, throwing some mulch around. We'll have to... That's uh, exciting, though. That, that if, <laughs> if people are going to see it, yeah. without a doubt, <laughs> just, people will see it. I love that it's on his car. I just, I just, I just love it, That's man. a commitment. <laughs> it's a commitment. Like, what if we say something that you just hate and don't agree with, and you're like, <laughs> no. well, shit. Like, bust out the razor blade and get that shit off. <laughs> Eric, thanks so much, man. Eric from California. We got Gary from Oklahoma, and we got Eric from California. There's 48 more states left. So uh, <laughs> if you're not in Oklahoma or California, hit us up, and we'll give you a really cool nickname, like uh, Derek from Louisiana. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what made you think Derek? I don't know. And Cheyenne from you just uh, Tennessee. Added a, a D in front of Eric. <laughs> I did, didn't I? And then changed a C to a K. <laughs> nice. We want all 50 states represented here on Movie Muggin. <laughs> yeah. Jonah from Nebraska. It's, it's not too tall of an order. Donna from Vermont. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, so do you remember how when we watched Sinister... I told you that it was number one on the uh, the heart rate chart. Yeah. Like it had the highest spike and it had the overall heart rate average. Yeah. Well, this movie that I'm about to pick Shit. knocked it out of the number one spot. Shit. Sinister had an average heart rate of 86. This movie had a heart rate of 88. So it was just two beats per minute faster. Isn't but, but it's still faster. Yeah. Now, the spike is where I'm hoping to see a bigger increase. Well, the spike's actually the same. The, the highest spike on here is uh, Insidious, which Insidious came in at number, number three on this list. I know exactly what moment it is, too. <laughs> All right, so that got the heartbeat uh, up to 132. 
beats per minute. pretty big. <laughs> so uh, this movie that I'm about to pick in Sinister, we're both uh, at 130 beats per minute, which which we talked about in Sinister. That's still, you're on the treadmill going pretty quick. Oh, fuck yeah. This movie came out in 2020. Hmm. It is not rated. It is only 57 minutes. Interesting. All right, this movie got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and 82% of Google users like this movie. And just to round it out, Metacritic gave it a 73%. All right, this movie is called Host. Mm-mm, I don't remember. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, awesome. Let's do it. Let's take a scary movie muggin' Halloween pause. And we are back after watching 2020's Host. Yep. Let me give it the 50 cent tour. This movie is about um, six friends who get together on Zoom. It's during the pandemic. I think uh, everybody is familiar with Zoom by now, but if not... It's a video call app where you uh, businesses use it. You can use it with your friends. Just big group calls you can have, or one-on-one if you want. I was going to say welcome back from your coma, but uh, that'll work also. Oh. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and so they decide to do a seance. So somebody's hired some lady and they do a seance. And a seance is uh, where you call a spirit into the room to try to communicate with. And so Gemma is disrespectful during the whole thing and makes up a spirit. And so that invites an evil spirit in. And the evil spirit starts terrorizing everybody in all, all the different Zoom videos. Set noise. Well, that's a little freaky. No, it's not. I didn't, I wasn't doing anything. I don't, I'm not freaked out about it. You clearly heard it. Yeah, I did hear it. And I don't know. It, I, it sounded like somebody, it, it sounded yeah. like that. Was it, was it your foot? No, my foot's been right here, I swear. <laughs> and I feel like you're faking. I'm not faking, 100%. I, I, I did I not do anything. Like I can't trust you. Dude, I promise. Well, all right. My feet have been just like this, I promise. I Hands on pretty high. Is my is the cord for no, me anywhere it's near? It's not. No, not at all. Yeah, I never move my feet. My fingers touch this, and obviously, no, it's not the same noise. <laughs> Why are you putting your hands up when it's your feet that would have done it, it? No, my feet have been like this the whole time. Yeah, I'm not fucking lying. Not not at all. Uh, That's perfect that that happened. I, yeah, not worried about it. Because in the uh, in the seance, they were like, okay, if you're there, make a noise. And made noises. We didn't yeah. ask though. Huh? We didn't ask him, though. We didn't have to. We watched the movie, man. <laughs> yeah. It could come right in. All right. For real. That was... It has to be the fan. That's pretty coincidental, though. I, I think it's the fan blowing your Napoleon... Not Napoleon Dynamite. Nacho Libre thing. And then the block at the bottom is hitting or something. That's what that has okay. to be. Okay, okay. I mean, perfect timing, though. I mean, yeah, it is perfect timing <laughs> to have an unknown. Yeah. Because it was... It was this. Exactly. The wire right, on the mic. I don't know, man. It's not moving. I I promise. I, I'm not I do I'm, I'm not suspicious of you anymore. Okay. All right. Where was I? Oh yeah. So it starts uh like creeping people out, making noises, and then it starts uh, slowly killing the people. Mm-hmm. The end. Uh let's see what the internet has to say. Six friends accidentally invite the attention of a demonic presence during an online seance and begin noticing strange occurrences in their home. But what the uh, the lady said, the like seance lady, was that by her making up that story, she essentially created a mask for an unknown spirit to enter. So even if it was a nice spirit, it would have been the story of Jack, who's a dude who hung himself in school. Mm-hmm. So it just happened to be a demonic one instead. So Yeah, it was really funny. She said uh, that the spirit had came in. She was talking about somebody named Jack, and I was like, fuck yeah, man. This <laughs> evil spirit is going to be known as Jack. How fucking awesome is uh, that? They didn't say its name a single other time. So for this movie being 57 minutes, I thought it would get to the point really quick. Me too. It took forever to set things up, uh, and, yeah. and I thought, we're just going to have like 15 minutes worth of, of horror, whatever that's going to be. So it, it did take a, a long time to get started. It was a very which, slow movie. Yeah, and it was annoying. I didn't first. like any of the characters. I, I never ended up liking anybody. Really? I liked them. Caroline, the one who was crying, I mm-hmm. sympathized with her because she's just did the dumbest thing with the, the, her dumbest friends. And then I hated Gemma. I wanted well, her to die painfully <laughs> Yeah, because of what she did. Yeah. 
And so it's like, I don't know. I didn't like anybody. No, the dude was awful too. <sighs> I was so glad when he left. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, they were they were all they weren't all annoying, but just Zoom is annoying as fuck anyway. Like I hate being on Zoom. So when the pandemic started, we didn't see my parents for fucking like like a year almost, something like that. So we started doing Zooms and doing Zooms, you know, technology with old people, it was it was it, it took so long for them to get on. And then They're when they talking get on with like their mic yeah. muted. And then and then the, the camera, you can't see their faces, you can just see kind of their bodies and you're trying to let them know, hey, just move the camera and then they can't hear. And for whatever reason, we had to actually like call on the phone and have it on speaker because Ugh. they couldn't get their microphones to work or something like that. It's it ridiculous. Was, oh, it was so, so hard to to do that. But I think I think this was a genius idea for a movie. I'm glad they, they jumped on this pretty, pretty quick. It was, in my opinion, not genius at all. Um, for a movie idea? I and mean, have you ever heard of Unfriended that came out in like, 2016 no so there's two of them actually two unfriended yeah <laughs> and it's people on a call not zoom and they all start dying okay it's essentially it's just like skype call murder spree basically and i mean this one and yeah it's genius as in it's very timely so it's gonna get popular but i don't know i feel like the idea is just not original just jumping on this during the time of the pandemic, this was released in 2020. I just think it was it was a perfect storm of a time to release a movie like this when this is people's lives. And it just fucking, I guarantee anybody who watched this movie and then they got on Zoom, they were thinking about this shit. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the exact one and only reason they made this movie, too. They probably had no interest. And then... What do you mean no like, interest? Zoom came about and they're like, you know what, we could make a movie spending $5 and profit. You know? So they spent $35,000. Really? Yep. How'd they spend that much money? I mean, actor wages, somebody had to edit this thing together. $35,000? There, there were some special effects in here. Nothing you can't get at Party City. No, you, you can't just pull somebody up into the air like that without oh, it costing money. You can't yank yeah. somebody back like they did without it costing money. But it cost that much? Guess what it ended up grossing? I don't know. Millions. $248.6 million at the box office. See, like, they're they're smart and genius for Fuck doing yeah. that. Fuck yeah. Because that's the easiest money grab you can possibly Dude, do. There's so many easy money grabs out there that people don't know about, you know? Yeah. I, I say it all the time. Something comes out, and I'm like, somebody's a fucking millionaire from that. Like, bubble wrap when I was a kid. If we got something in the mail and it had bubble wrap, popping that shit was great. <laughs> now they have those little square poppers that you just, it's bubble <sighs> wrap just over and over and over. Somebody's a millionaire because of that. Yeah. All right, we interrupt this episode for an after-the-fact fact check. So, the $248.6 million uh, box office was not sitting well with me because I was thinking, that's a whole lot of fucking money. That's, that's a fucking blockbuster movie. So I yeah. I went back and, and I looked at the website where I found that and and it did say that that's what it made. So I, I decided to go and look at some other websites and I could not find the budget for the life of me, but I did come across the um, the website that they pulled that excerpt from, like that said that it cost thirty five thousand dollars and it and it made two hundred and forty eight point six million dollars, and it turned out that they were talking about host. But they were saying kind of one of the precursors that just kind of started these movies was the Blair Witch Project. And oh. So, so it was actually the Blair Witch Project that made the $248.6 million. Which those numbers make a whole lot more sense because that yeah. movie is legendary. Yeah. Gosh, I, I learned a, a pretty valuable lesson today that don't believe everything you read on the internet. You should spread the word on that one. I think I will. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a movie mug and public service announcement. There's some things that aren't true on the internet. So uh, just uh, keep that in mind next time you're uh, perusing the WWW. So anyway, we end up talking more about the budget, but uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So what we're going to do here 
since we um, unknowingly lied to our listeners, and you know, we pride ourselves on being uh, you factual uh, 100% of the time. I didn't lie to anybody. That's why they're Team Jack. Hey, this is a partnership. <laughs> this is a we. So I thought what we would do is um, we do a little, uh, go ahead and do a little Ask Jack. Sure. You down with that? Yeah. All right. It'd be a good reward for uh, the people that we just uh, we just gave false information to. So. It's not a we. All right. So let's get into it and let's uh, have ourselves a little bit of Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Hear that? Do you have the next one? I do. This is the uh, fart machine that we talk about all the time. And so for those of you that don't know, the fart machine is something that I used to put in uh, Jack's like Halloween trick-or-treat bag or whatever. And he would go up to the doors and I'd press the remote control and the fart would go off and we had lots of laughs and we'd press it as trick-or-treaters walked by us out on the streets. But there's six different farts that go along with it. And so Jack, I want to see if you can name the fart that comes next. So let, let's go ahead and do the first fart again. I already then... know. All right, well, hold on. So here's the first fart. <clears throat> All right, what's the next one? Fuck, maybe I'm not right. The only one I can think of is the... Burr, burr. All right, let's see if that's next. <laughs> All right, what's well, after that? And the question mark one. <laughs> oh, it's not. And then it goes... <laughs> and now this one? Burr, burr. thought we already did that one. That's how it goes in my head. <laughs> oh, it's the second half of the... Burr, burr. So this must be the question now mark Now there's one. a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed you got that wrong. As many times as we played this thing, it's been such a long time, man. Yeah. All right. So I have, uh, I have some questions from Chris and Eric over at the Film Stripping Podcast. Be sure and listen to them. But I also have a couple questions from uh, Eric from California. Okay. So pick a number between, let's see here, between one and eight. 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 All right. What do you know? This is a question from Eric in California. All right. All right, Jack, what is the funniest thing you got in trouble for as a child? As a child? Mm -hmm. uh, the first thing that pops up is um, I had one of those beds that had the rails around it. You know, I exactly. know what you're talking about. Yep. And on the headboard part, I used to pick my nose and I'd rub my boogers off on there. On the backside of it. Yeah. And I, it was called Booger Alley. And uh, yeah. <laughs> whenever mom was trying to sell the, the bed frame, <laughs> she found all of it. Yep. And I had to use baby wipes and scrape it all off. <laughs> so that was funny. Yeah. There's got to be more. I feel like I didn't do that much bad shit when I was young. So there there was a follow-up question while you're thinking about, um, you know, other things that you got in trouble for. And rubbing my shit all over the... If you, if you can hear any noise in our background, our, our dog, for some reason, is making all sorts of weird noises. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather him do that than <laughs> fart, though. Yeah, so I, mean, I I can think of whenever we had the rocking chair in my room when I was real young. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I got in trouble for this, but I remember y'all saying... Probably a little too young to get it. in trouble for this. We, we certainly weren't happy with you. <laughs> I, rubbed the, I took out my diaper and rubbed the shit all over the walls yeah. and the chair yep. and probably myself. Yeah, it was not awesome. Not awesome. Your sister tried to change her own diaper one time and got shit all over the place. She used like 45 wipes. <laughs> they were all over the place with a little bit of shit on them all over her bed and stuff. <sighs> she was just trying to help us out, I guess. All right, so he has a follow-up question for me that says, what is something that Jack got in trouble for that you couldn't laugh at because you had to be a serious parent? Uh, <laughs> I know exactly what it is because <laughs> I remember this story in my head perfectly. Okay, you want to you wanna tell it and we'll see if I it's was the same baked. one? Yep. <laughs> And I, I gave attitude without meaning to. Yeah. So uh, Jack got high and got busted, and we we brought him home. <laughs> yeah. And and you know we're we're trying to you know get to me. Yeah. Give him a, a pretty stern lecturing and letting him know how much trouble he's in. But he's fucking high on the couch and he keeps talking about how thirsty he is and it's just it, it's hard. Just just knowing the position he was in and just the fact that <laughs> he would just say something that was just funny and you try not to laugh, but he's high, but, so it is funny. And yeah, you did keep saying that you were yeah. thirsty. and I was I, like, We were at the fridge before I sat on the couch. Yeah. And you were mom. I think it was mom was saying like, like you really need something. And I was like, you know what I really need? And I was like, a glass of water. 
That's. I feel like I remember y'all breaking your composure a little yeah. bit when I said yep. that. Yep. Y'all wouldn't let me go to my room because y'all were so adamant that I wasn't allowed to enjoy it. Yeah, we didn't want you to enjoy that high. <laughs> y'all are assholes. Yeah, we That's were. Well, you fucking lied to us. What was I supposed to do? Like I'm not do things is, you're not supposed to do. This is something I have never understood ever. So I'm I'm smoking weed. Am I supposed to be like, hey, mom and dad? Me and I are going to go buy two grams and we're going to smoke it out of a highlighter pipe we made. <laughs> and I, I took I, I took one of the ratchet end pieces from your your kit in the garage and it's the bowl on there. Am I supposed to say that we're going to go behind a school and get up on top of this like big thing behind there and smoke on top of that late at night? I smoked on top of a school one time too, in high school. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, it was during high. Sorry school. for the dishonesty, but I can't tell you guys that I'm about to go do something like that. It's like, I wish y'all were mad about the weed part as much as you were about the lying, because being mad about the lying is, what is he fucking supposed to do? I, my hand was completely forced if I'm to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Booger Alley and. Uh, getting caught smoking weed. Yeah. We appreciate you uh, asking more questions there, Eric from California. Yeah, thanks a lot for bringing, <laughs> digging up the past. And that was Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. Nice. All right, now back to our regularly scheduled program. This movie, honestly, didn't take any effort. Sure it did. It took some, but like, how hard is it to... And they all played themselves. They seemed, they had like decent, like they seemed like friends. They did. Well, so I don't know they, if they were or not. So they might have just been a group of friends trying to strike it rich. Maybe. And so. Good for them. Boom. You don't have to really act except for the scared part. You know, like you can just kind of say what you might have said if your friend said something like that. So they do that. And the fact that at the end of the movie, in preparation, it says in preparation for the movie, they did an actual seance, mm-hmm. and they got their entire storyline from it. Besides <laughs> the scary stuff, they, re- I mean, how can you say they didn't? I don't understand how you say they did. So at the end of the movie, yeah, it, it came up in the credits that the the cast and crew did a uh, an actual seance. Yeah, and and so they went ahead and showed us like an eight minute video or something like that of them a zoom with them doing it. I mean, help me understand why you think that's how they got so. The the movie starts the exact same. Oh, okay. They're all together in the Zoom. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh the, it's a seance lady. All right. Let's get her in here. They start it. They say the exact rope to the front door method. Yeah. So they copy what that lady says. Well, I think. Yeah. But still, it's. Okay. The lady says it. And then, oh, the lady's power drops. In the movie, the lady's Wi-Fi dropped. So then they're stuck. So they, they got that for free. And then the easy part comes in telling a ghost story. They got so much crap out of the way because that was a lot of the movie was getting through that. Other than the power going out and other than how a seance goes, I don't see any other correlation to how they stole the movie I mean, based on that. It's, what did they add to those parts? A lot of shit. L- little small talk between the characters. I don't know. They got the whole, like, I guess you'd call it skeleton of the story. No, I think they had some ideas, but when they did the seance and that shit happened, they're like, "Oh fuck yeah, that's going in it." But it's yeah. still, it's still part of the creative process. That those last like eight minutes or whatever of the real seance really mm-hmm. made things a lot worse for me. Really? Because I don't believe in that shit. So I feel like they're trying to sell it a little bit. Because the lady was like, "Oh my, my thing was standing straight up, then it, it fell down, and then it went back straight up." What was she talking about? I have no idea. Yeah. Just like some like knickknack on her shelf. Okay. And I was like, don't believe that. And then the lady in the movie who made the whole story up and got all of her friends, including herself, killed, she stood up and she started like crying a bunch. And she's like, something moved big time. And I was like, wow, nice. I believe you. <laughs> See, I think people can get pulled into stuff like this. I think the imagination is such a powerful thing, and some people kind of lean toward believing stuff like this anyway, so put that together with your imagination. You're giving that the that is way too much of the I, benefit of the doubt. I don't think so. So you think that you can... Okay, hold on. Let me word this good. So 
you are like doing this seance thing with this lady, do you think that in any point of time you could get creeped out enough about a ghost to stand up and start crying a bunch and be like, something moved big time? That's called faking. I don't know, man. I I, can't believe that. I feel like if we went somewhere and we had a real seance where we all held hands and there was a medium who was taking us through that and it was dark, I think you could be suckered into it a little bit. A little bit. Okay. So it's an open door. It opens the door to... You hear a creak. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's why I did that hand motion. Dog fart. Fuck, man. Why do we keep allowing him in here? (laughs) Because I love him. (laughs) Gosh. Okay. (laughs) Fuck, that's terrible. Chicken noodle soup, right. Gosh. (laughs) So... It's terrible. So, yes, it does open your mind to other things because, like... I should close my nose to things. Because whenever we were young and we'd hear a noise, you'd be like, oh, that's just the house settling. But if you just did a seance and you hear the house settling, yeah. you're going to think into it deeper. But it is never going to cause you to jump up and start crying and say something moved big time unless like a, she did. Unless a real spirit comes in Un- and starts doing which shit. obviously did not happen. I feel like if after watching this movie, me and you would have done like a real seance. Like, like a no bullshit. Hey, let's try this for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. And then we get on and the cord starts making noise like it did. When we came back, I think you'd be like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. More of it, but still, like, there's other things at play. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to have the fan off, have the candles and stuff. (laughs) I don't know. I have such a hard time believing in that. I know you do. I would be paranoid until we did the exiting thing. Okay. Why would you be paranoid? Just because, like, even though I don't believe in it and I'm firm on that, it's not one of those things that I'm going to. 100% 100% of the time, knock, you know? Okay. Yeah. So if, if I'm in the Amazon jungle and I don't believe in the majestic liger, but they're supposedly there, I'm going to still watch out for that shit just in case, you know? Like if I'm in like the woods or whatever and Bigfoot has been sighted there, I don't believe in that shit at all, but I'm going to watch out for it. Okay. Like the Loch Ness Monster, fuck that shit. I'm always going to watch out for that. I don't know if that's real or not. I, I don't believe it is. Well, number one... But li- I'm sure as fuck not going out there in a rowboat. Number one, ligers are real. Okay? I mean, yeah, science. So, what do you mean science? You, they can just fuck. No, there there are actual ligers. Because <laughs> they fucked, yeah? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so that's not... But you know what I was getting at. Yeah. I was getting at the Napoleon Dynamite side of things. Okay, so you're saying, I don't believe this shit, but I kind of believe it. It's like somebody saying, I, yeah. I'm not racist, but I'm about oh, to say something racist. That, you know? Okay, but that is bad. Well, I mean, of course, but it's it's the same thing. I Do don't you believe, believe in it, ghosts? But, n- no. But okay, so you don't believe in ghosts. But I've never <laughs> experienced anything that's led me to believe that ghosts are real. And so you decide to not believe in them yes okay so you're in the same boat as me but but if we do this seance shit you're telling me you're gonna just go to sleep (laughs) (laughs) without the exit plan yeah no you're not you're gonna be freaked out you're gonna have a flashlight you're gonna be (laughs) you're gonna be freaked out i think the only way i would really be freaked out is if as if like i heard something or if i felt a presence or if the hair on the back of my neck stood up or I felt like a breeze or something, then I would probably be like, all right, let's do the exit thing. <laughs> yeah. And then you probably still wouldn't believe in ghosts. So would you ever be down? I don't even know where you could do it. Would you ever be down with going and doing a seance somewhere and just just seeing what it what it's like? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I find ghosts and shit interesting. I like I don't necessarily want the demon parts of the stuff to be real, but it would be cool if ghosts were real. I know it'd be cool to experience something like that, and that's also kind of a bucket list. Oh. T- not not for me necessarily, but like exploring things like that just to have done it, like playing with a Ouija board, going and having a psychic read you even though they're just bullshit and leeching your money. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those kind of things. So, yeah, I would want to do that. I'd be hesitant with a Ouija board and everything, just because of movies and stuff. If ghost movies and all that and legends didn't exist, I probably would have already played with a Ouija board. But <laughs> even though I don't believe, I am still fearful of the what ifs. Sure. 
So I, I feel like that's fair. Do you, I feel like I can still say that I don't believe in it, but can still fear the what ifs. I mean, that would technically be me putting some stake that it is real or stake in that it is real, whatever. But I, I don't believe it's just freaky. Is it his feet? No, his feet are not near it. Part of his I mean, penis we, is out I there. I feel like we've never had this fan on this high during this, though. Okay, so why is like it... you put it on low. So the fan's on. Why is it not happening over and over? Okay. That's that thing, isn't it? Is it moving because of the fan? Or is it moving <laughs> because of something else? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so let me, let me take this off. It is absolutely that thing. Now, if we hear... I told you okay, it was that okay. thing, and you're like, no, it's not moving. <laughs> if we hear it again... Are you going to shit your drawers? No. Okay, because I am. <laughs> All right. That makes you know better than the dog. <sighs> so a little bit of his penis is sticking out. Just a little bit. Does it have his tip like folded in? No, his, no. his tip's sticking out. Damn it. No, no, like his actual like not red wiener. No, his red wiener. Like, because sometimes it gets like, <laughs> like it gets like this and like the, it like gets locked. And it can't come over the little tiny so tip. So not only do I have to smell his ass, now I got to... The tip of his <laughs> lipstick is... Gosh, man. <sighs> You're hard to please in here. What do you mean hard to please? Is it too much to ask not to have to smell a dog fart and see a dog penis? And I, his farts and penis don't bother me. <laughs> well, you can't see his penis right now. I can. Yeah. This movie did have... It, it had all sorts of setups that you knew were coming. Like, yeah. like at first they had this little like creepy music box you knew would, would play a role in it. You had the Polaroid camera that you knew would play a role in it. Seeing that idea, while still scary, still effective, and still awesome, that was not original either. The the taking a picture in the flash reveals <gasps> Well, the you first know? time they took a picture, it was a it was a Polaroid camera. So the first time they took a picture, you could see like a body hanging. Yeah. Which was fucking awesome. That was cool. Bodies hanging are, are good was, in horror movies. And it was a de- like decomposed nasty body too. So like hanging bodies are cool. <laughs> yeah. They always work in a horror movie. Like in Sinister, those hanging bodies, those, that, I mean, it, it set the scene. That's fucking creepy. Hanging bodies are fucking creepy. They're one of the most like ominous. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's not many worse things you can see. So say you're like going on vacation and you pass through a town. The worst thing I feel like you can see is there's like an arch. Welcome to New Buttsville. And there's three bodies hanging off of it. Yeah. You know, like what else? What else is worse than that? Like maybe like a pile of like 50 bodies would be pretty bad. Heads on a spear would be pretty bad too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, you just want to get into uh, favorite parts? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I'll just go first. Yeah, you know <laughs> I was trying to think. Look, I, I know a lot of this stuff had been done before. Um, you had the, you throw flour on the ground and then you see footprints. That happened in Paranormal Activity. Um, so the blanket. You you know there's a person there, but you can't see it. But So you throw a blanket. It still fucking worked for me. I still enjoyed... She thought she knew where the spirit was, so she threw a blanket. It went over it. I mean, you that could tell in, there was a person here. It was like, that's fucking cool. That was in Conjuring, wasn't it? I don't remember Conjuring very well. Oh, well, uh, like the clotheslines and the drying sheets, and one gets clipped off the thing, and it stops okay. for a minute, and it's like... <laughs> it's good, though. It is good. It'd be I'll, cool if it like immediately like turned like all bloody when it hit oh, him. That'd be good. That would be creepy. It'd be good. Add a new layer to... Something that's been done many times. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many times it's been done. It worked for me in this movie. I love the way it ended. You knew it was coming. You fucking knew it was coming. Yeah. They're walking down the hall. They're taking pictures with a Polaroid camera. So there's a flash and there's nothing. And then there's a flash and there's nothing. And you were like, third time's a charm. And I was like, exactly what I was thinking. Third time. Nope. Okay. That's what they think you were going to think. So fourth time, here it comes. Didn't come. Fifth time, it didn't come. And so you're just like, I know it's fucking coming. And then it finally came and it's just this face and it jump scare, man, got both of us. Yeah. I never get jump scared. You knew it was coming. It still got me pretty good. So in other movies, I've been known to jump, physically move hard. I I, I move big time, like that lady (laughs) claimed. Okay. But in this movie, I hardly moved. There was one jump scare. I don't remember what it was, but I, I got like 
chills and like had a tiny like shift, <laughs> like not enough to even like alert you that it happened. So, but and then that last one, I I feel like I've never done this before. I got mega chills and I went. <gasps> <laughs> it was and, a good one. And I I know my body moved back in my seat some, <laughs> but it, like normally I'm one of those guys who like my ass leaves the seat. Like I'll actually tense up every muscle in my body and jump hard. But in this movie it was different. But I did like the walking down the halls. Yeah, tense. In the dark. It has a lot of tense that, moments. It, it is hard. The attic was It's hard to watch that, especially when they're holding the the laptop like in front of them seemingly like protecting themselves with it. Yeah. Like I'm in the front line. I don't like this. Yep. <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't like that. Or I did like that, but yeah. I don't like that. So it had a lot of cliche stuff, but a lot of the cliche stuff in this movie worked for yeah. it. There were a lot of tense moments in this movie. We yeah. were just waiting for something to happen. Like one of the ladies, you know, it's it's one of those horror things. They they keep the door open behind them. Fuck that. You close that door to that dark hall behind you when you're doing this shit and shit's starting to happen. Yeah. So there was just a lot of stuff that made a lot of this movie tense. When I get scared sometimes, like if I go through a haunted house, I'm smiling because I, I like it and I know something's about to happen. Yeah. And, and I hate getting scared, but I also love getting scared at Me the too. same time. And throughout some of this movie, <laughs> I was I was smiling at some times, thinking, oh, fuck, something's going to happen. Like you said, that hallway, you're like, there's way too many doors for my liking in this hallway. Yeah, because there, there were. Like, it made it great. If it was all just solid drywall with a door at the end, I would have been like casually walking down I know, the hallway. I know. But there's a closet on the left, closet yep, on the right, yep. five feet later, closet on the left, another closet on the right. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not how this works. But I feel like this movie, even though it was, like I said before, it had a lot of cliche stuff, it did work. Yeah. Because it's hard for that not to work. Yeah. I like it when a movie fucks with me a little bit psychologically. And I don't know, there's still probably 15 minutes left of this movie, but it was starting to kind of build up and, and, and get good. And then we hear the dogs barking. And I knew that uh, your sister had been over. And when they're just barking like that, I know that, okay, your mom probably walked her outside or whatever. And so we had to stop the movie, and I go out there, and I thought the door would be open, because usually the door's open, and just the, uh. the regular glass door is shut, and then the dogs bark at her while she goes out there, but the door was shut. So I'm like, okay, what, what's going on? She never shuts this door when she's outside, but I thought she was outside. So then I was like, hey, are you, uh, are you in here? And I hear nothing, and I don't know, it just felt weird. I felt not spooked, but there was like... Some kind of creepy vibe, like in real life during that time. I didn't feel that at really? all. Really? I did. No. I did. So I like when a movie can kind of... Mess kinda, with you outside. Yeah. Yeah. And this movie this movie messed with me outside some. So whenever I was younger, I always heard like that cats and dogs have a bit of a sixth sense mm -hmm. when it comes to paranormal stuff. <laughs> so like if your dog is just like staring intently. And growling at the door. Like growling at the fucking like corner of your room. Yeah. That, like that's not good. <laughs> so I was always worried about that. So if if we went over the banister, mom's not there, door's shut. Uh, if it was shut and locked and the dogs were like barking at somewhere, I would like the shut laundry room door or something, that would have gotten me going. That would have messed with me, but... That'd have been so fucking cool. Yeah, because if the door was locked and mom didn't answer, that means she's not outside doing what we think she's doing. Yeah. So now what? <laughs> and then they're they're barking at the, the under-the-stairs closet. Ooh. Yeah, so... <laughs> that would be scary. There was a really loud noise the other night, and I don't know, it was like 3 in the morning or something like that. And, I mean, it was really, really loud. So it woke both of us up, but it was one of those I heard it, but I was asleep when I heard it, so I don't exactly know what it was. I kind of felt like it was outside. Mom felt like it was upstairs. So she's like, um, will you get up and search the house? I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking get up and search the house. So I, I went everywhere. I looked in closets. I looked everywhere. And then I went back to the bedroom. I'm like, there's nothing. And then I lay back down. I'm like, I did not look at the closet under the stairs. <laughs> so the closet under our stairs goes straight in. Then it turns a corner, and you there's gotta, just like this little spot around the corner. Of and the ceiling is constantly slanting. Yeah. So you got to crouch uh -huh. at like 90 degree angle it, mm -hmm. and it's not comfortable in there. No. And if I was to turn the corner and see like a sleeping bag or something, like I don't know what I would do. Or just like the demon, like at the end of this show. Uh, I mean, I'd probably... <laughs> 
I don't even know what I'd I'd hit my head on it again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you hit your... So there are streamers now. Yeah. We have a tension bar with streamers hanging down. Because he was like walking into the closet. I was vacuuming it. And he slammed the top of your head on it, and it gave you a bald spot. It It did. scraped your scalp off. It fucking scalped me. Yeah, it did. (laughs) It's fucked up. But I laid there for a little while in bed, and I was like, I should probably go check it. But seriously, no windows are broken. The doors were both locked. Check under your bed? There's nothing in our fucking house. Nobody can get under a bed. We got fucking bins and bins (laughs) of mom shit in there. Everything that you've done since kindergarten all the way through fucking 10th grade. My poetry book your macaroni art and all that shit's in there so my third grade poetry book i know we still have that so i look i just looked in all the good hiding places i didn't look under places where just look nobody's gonna be there you didn't look upstairs yeah i came upstairs so i I, so i laid there for a little while and and it kind of creeped me out for maybe (laughs) a couple minutes and then i was like fuck there's i'm just gonna take my chances there's nobody in this fucking house i know there's nobody in this fucking house so then i went to sleep and then I told your mom the next day, and she's like, really? You need to search now. And I was like, no. <laughs> they wouldn't still be hanging out in there. Come on. And they could have eaten all our stuff. I know. That's all your snacks are. Yeah. I'd be pissed. <laughs> I know you would. Because like, that's some real things that have happened. People live in people's attics, and then when they're gone or asleep, they'll get snacks and drinks. I don't know how real what I read is, but it sounds like it could very well have happened. It used to happen in my dad's liquor cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> They noticed the milk was lower than it was the day before, and they're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm living alone. So like, huh. I want some weird shit to happen. To me. <laughs> Through the ceiling, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I would too. Like, I, whenever I was younger, I always wanted someone to rob us. But when I was, like, really young, like, I would say I'd pee and poop on them, and it would disable them, you know? Yeah. But then as I got older, I was like, I do want someone to rob us so I can put a knife in their skull. <laughs> and like, do, just do something badass that I think is badass. But as soon as I do it or it happens to me, I am traumatized for the rest of my life and I can't function normally. You know, it's one of those things. Killing a man ain't easy, Jack. <laughs> like you would fucking know. <laughs> Killing a man ain't easy, Jack. <laughs> but that would be like the ultimate adrenaline hit you know someone comes in your house and you're like what are you doing and they whip around and they're about to reach for something and you just blow a hole in their chest and you're like you ruin those like ugly curtains that are in the (laughs) the kitchen that's a double kill you know dude you'll never be the same if you have a a home invader but you'll never be the same but and that's fine you just lock all your shit that's for the good you know how long it took for your mother and I to recover after we woke up in a burning house? A Dude, it took us forever. You thought you smelled smoke afterwards. You'd wake up in the night and you'd it'd be dark, but you'd think you'd, you'd see smoke. I stayed And, and that was anyway. just a fire. Can you imagine somebody coming into your house? That'd be horrible. Every little sound you hear probably for the rest of your life, you're thinking that somebody's crawling in through a window or... But how badass would it be to have a cool home defense? We I mean, were both super excited when the sheetrock thing was there. And I was like, we, we should put nails through a two by four. And they step in and we hear their howl. No. And then we grab the hammer that the construction guys left right there. Wham, wham. So, but here's the bottom line. You fucking went up here and went to bed that night. I laid up on the futon <laughs> with the with the fucking gun safe unlocked. So you were the real excited one, weren't you? I wasn't excited. <laughs> Uh, but I was I was I was waiting to hear any of the booby trap noises that we set, <laughs> so I could go handle it. Right? Yeah. I I wasn't excited about it. You I was like, have... I really don't want to hear this, but I got to fucking sleep with one eye open, grabbing my pillow tight. You know, exit light. Yep. Enter night. Mm-hmm. Take my hand. Off the never never land. But you should have, you yeah, like, yeah. like broken a hole in the floor, <laughs> so you could like sit at that hole and have your like yeah. be ready to shoot right in the top of someone's head. <sighs> but I mean, like, what do you mean by you want weird shit to happen to us? I, no, I, 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 I'd I, rather I, have a person I, invade than a okay. ghost because how am I about to shoot a ghost with nine millimeter? So I would like to experience oh, some weird shit, caliber, not, whatever. Not you necessarily got. having weird shit happen to us. I would just like to experience something. Something that is just has no explanation other than this has got to be some fucking 
paranormal shit or something. Okay, so I understand what you mean, but there's no there's no fun in it unless it continues and you get to the end of it. So like if well, it depends on if, how long that takes. If every night at three thirty three a.m. our cabinets in the kitchen just keep slamming, I'm fucking putting a Century Twenty One sign in our yard. Yeah, but that's just Proud like sponsor a movie. Mug. See, that's no fun, is what I'm trying to say. No, but if you can get to like the ghost busting part of it, <laughs> that's where it's like, oh shit, like oh fuck, like this is scary. I, I don't want to. You wouldn't want to go through that shit. No, I wouldn't want to like, go I'd, through any of it. Just give me the little reality tiny part, but theoretically and hypothetically that okay. sounds fucking crazy and cool spice up the life a little bit i just want it to tickle my brain a little bit i don't I, really want cabinets opening and the house the splitting unknowing, apart though the and, unknowing you're like i know uh, it would just bother you forever but then if you're like oh i do have a demon in my house let's get this bitch out and you're holding your fingers like this when you go to do anything <laughs> like he did the cross yeah and in, in both index fingers mm-hmm. you do that then, that works all the time. And then you resolve it. But yeah, we, we'd be going to fucking like Pier 1 Imports and buying crucifixes or whatever they got there. I think they went out of business. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> well, then... Well. Hobby Lobby. My, <laughs> Hobby Lobby is closed on Sundays and they got arts and crafts stuff. So they got to have a lot, of, a lot of those in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can put those on the wall and it would be like the most insane feeling to have like an entire wall full of them. And they all start moving. Yeah. And then go upside down. Yep. And that's when you bust through the glass door and you hop eight fences to get out of there. But like that's see the, what I mean though. That's where the excitement is. Your door slamming in the middle of the night. There's no excitement there. That's, Bullshit. That's fear, unknowing, and yeah. damn, I didn't like that. Will it ever happen again? Uh, and you spend your whole life anticipating when it's going to happen again. But if if you get to the climax of it and the cool part, you're going to be that living legend. One day, once it is discovered that paranormal activity is real and they're able to harness it, I wonder... Harness? Yeah. Well, Ooh. work with it or whatever. I, I think there will be a company that will profit from it. Oh. But they might... What do you mean? They might sell, like, hauntings. This is America. They will profit from anything and everything. So they'll, they'll come to your house and they'll talk, okay, what kind of haunting do you want? How long <laughs> do you want it to last? And you'll be like, um, give me the uh, 11-day haunting package. They'll open a box and you'll see the spirits No, physically. well, okay. <laughs> yeah. But you don't know what to expect, right? You don't know just how bad it's going to be. And <laughs> it could just be the ghost of Adam Sandler yeah. and you're, you're pissed you got ripped off. You, <laughs> well, that is actually a very big haunting, actually. He'll... Uh, <laughs> But they'll. What are you doing? Oh, if he's Jack and Jill. <laughs> he's just like screaming. You mean every character he's ever done? <laughs> okay. but he's just Happy Gilmore. You open the fridge and he's just screaming at you. For 11 days, you get no sleep and then the real demons start haunting you. But at the end of the day, you know, even though you sign those waivers, that 11 days later, you're going to be okay. But it would still be creepy because they, they, like, they could still say, all right, you're signing these waivers because we, you know, we think this is what's going to happen, but you know, ghosts are ghosts, ghosts are going to ghost, and, and yeah. this could get fucking out of hand. So there's could that a heart attack. There's there's that little bit of oh shit, this could go off the rails. You know, just just like if you were taking a train. You know, ninety nine point nine ten math out of a hundred. It's uh, it, you know, it's going to get there, but but sometimes it's going to derail. So it's the same with with uh, <laughs> you just started counting. I did ninety nine nine ten nine hundred nine hundred nine. I went fucking auctioneer. Point nine ten eleven twelve thirteen. So what was your favorite part? I I yeah, I guess the tension parts, and I did like the hanging. Something so still like that, or either they do it so still, and you're not sure if they're about to start moving, or. The rope is creaking, and maybe they have some like ambient, like turning ish movement, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I, I just, I love that. And I love the dark. I know um, the it being in the confines of a way too expensive for a 200 square feet studio apartment, like that, in the dark confines of that, that is a pretty good horror movie mm-hmm. setting, I will admit. Yeah. All right. Uh, bucket of chicken? Um, and I'll just give it to whoever thought he should be hanging. That was just, that made it way better. Okay. Seeing shins and below just from the ceiling and people don't notice it or, cause like it disappeared when she looked back, but everybody else saw that. 
my bucket of chicken goes to whoever decided to cash in on this idea. The timing, the pandemic, people being away from each other for, for years, friends not being able to get together and to come up with this idea and to do a good job at it and and just to, to use Zoom, which everybody was using at the time. I just thought it was a really, really good idea. I thought that they did a good job on... Um, on bringing the idea to uh, to life, so I agree. Whoever came up with the concept and uh, pushed this thing forward, you don't need it, but you get it. My bucket of chicken. All right, score time. What was your score going to be when this ended? It was a D. Okay, is a sixty something. I could tell you didn't like it when we finished, but I could also tell that your your mood's kind of gone up since we've since we've been talking. Yeah. Um. It hadn't gone up by much, I'll tell you that. Uh, I think I'm going to pass it. I think I'll give it like a, a 73. Okay. Because even though it was 57 minutes, it felt a whole lot longer. It was just, it was hard to sit there and watch these annoying millennial ladies talk to each other. And then like some of them, they were like British Valley Girl voices. It was, yeah. just, it was hard to sit there and just watch that when you know it's a horror movie and you're just waiting Oh, the seance started? Well, I'm still waiting for anything to happen. Oh, that they hear someone drop their water bottle uh, in the floor above them. And, like, that was the most action for a while. That's the main reason why it's getting a lower score like that, because the walking down the dark hallways and people actually getting fucked and dying and camera pictures and you see the flash and you see stuff in the picture and all mm -hmm. that like all of that all cliche but all awesome it worked in this movie so that that's what's kind of carrying it but it got held back for sure it took forever to get going i'm thinking it's a 57 minute movie you're gonna have to get into this pretty quick it took forever <laughs> it took way too long to get started as, as far as the the valley girl uh british accents i like the way they say no no. Yeah. yeah. But it does, we, I, we can't do it to where it sounds right. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Can you? No. Say, oh, no. Our, no. No. Our, no. <laughs> Maybe you should speak in an English accent first. Our, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> Our, no. I've lost me quid. <laughs> no. I don't know. I like it. That's several thousand pounds. <laughs> you got to use the F, the strategic F. Several thousand. <laughs> yeah. I like a British accent. I, I, yeah. I, I, like, I like a girl with a British accent. It sounds cool. Well, I like everybody with a British accent. I've met just... one person with a British accent, and I did not like him at all. Okay. So I'm looking to meet more. On your Tinder, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my plenty of fish, farmers only. When I played soccer, there were two foreign exchange students that, that came, and they were from England, so it was really cool. And they beat the shit out of y'all, didn't they? They were really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm they sure. were on our team. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember. One is, one's name was Gary Charles. I, I cannot <laughs> remember the other one. Gary Charles is perfect yeah. <laughs> for, for, for an English guy. Charles. <laughs> Gary Charles. Yep. Yep. And then, of course, being stationed in Germany for a while. You got to hear a lot of different stuff. Yeah, and just the German speaking English was was always cool too. That that accent's weird. French is weird too, but mm -hmm. French is I feel like is cooler than the German sounding. Yeah, one of my army buddies married a French girl. Not surprised. Uh, they came over to our house one time when we were in college, and they brought their dog, and their dog was just uh, laying belly side up, and she's just petting it and petting the dog's balls while she's petting it. And me and your mom are looking at each other like, "Are you seeing this?" And you're like, man, they, they do things differently in France, I guess. That might I don't know if that's a France thing or if that's like a person to person I, I thing. I don't know. But his he pink, might have just had a thing. His pink thing never came out. Well, I mean, obviously the dog liked it. I guess. Because if it immediately lays down on its back, ready for its balls to be touched. Like I've had dogs that have balls before. We we've never had any here. Because we always get them uh, spayed and neutered. We, but whenever your parents came over before they got their dog uh, fixed, yeah, he tried to fuck me, <laughs> and he tried to fuck him. Yeah, I know. And he did not like that. He was not having. He, it. I remember he's barking so much that he's like, uh, he had the foam in yeah. his mouth. He's such a chill dog, but he's not about getting fucked by another dog. That is the only time I've ever seen him lash out like that. But he looked alpha as fuck. He did. 
but I've but I've had dogs with balls before. And if I even accidentally touched one of the balls, I was like, oh, no, oh, oh no, oh, no, you know? But this lady is just You're fucking, saying, oh, no, you're adding a whole oh, no, other syllable. Oh, no, I touched the dog balls. Bollocks. <laughs> but she's just fucking rubbing all over his balls. It was, it was really, really weird. Give him a little flick. That's <laughs> <laughs> when you get bit. Oh, yeah, so um, my score, I enjoyed it. It had a lot of tense moments. It had some good scares. So I think I'm an 82. Nice. All right. Well, you trick-or-treaters that are uh, listening while trick-or-treating, I hope it's going well. A uh, special shout out to uh, Matt from Massachusetts and maybe uh, Sally from Seattle. Uh, okay. I realize that's not a state. I'm just kind of looking ahead. When all the states <laughs> are up, we're going to have to start doing cities. Wendy from Washington. We really appreciate all our listeners out there, no matter what state you're from, no matter what country you're from. Um, but if you email us, we will give you a, a an awesome nickname, which will be your first name and the state you're from. <laughs> all right. You got anything else to close out this uh, awesome movie mugging Halloween spectacular third annual edition? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Mugging. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. If you would like to buy us a pizza, head on over to our website and click the little thing that says buy us a pizza. And we will eat that pizza in your honor and we will toast to you while eating that pizza. Nick from Delaware. I, yeah, in, in a month I'll be 21, so mm-hmm. we can toast. All right. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a uh, spooky Halloween evening, and more importantly, a movie mugging day. See ya. Movie mugging, Halloween spectacular. Movie mugging, Halloween spectacular. That's the perfect song for a hardcore anal fisting compilation.